Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Live on SENSA, welcome to Eagles Radio. Enormous homes, build a better life, and My Money House. Get a financial health check. Visit mymoneyhouse.com.au today. Tuesday night, 5.30 means Eagles radio time here at uh, Studio Lumo, number one King William Street. Paul Bonzer, Jimmy Tompas, the Tomp. Welcome Hello, back. Thank Welcome you very back. much. Thank you. How are you going? Um, I'm, a, I'm a bit upset with you, to be honest. Why's that? Well, last week, we were talking about your 100 game, your milestone, having all that sort of fun. We Joe Siner obviously played 100 games, and uh, yep. you limped out. You walked out of here perfectly, and as soon as you got around the corner, you started limping with a bad calf. Must be something about this studio that's <laughs> injured me. No, I know. I know. I should have been a bit more upfront I, about that one. But I thought I was your friend, too. You are. We, we are. Okay. Pick- you're creating this really special bond here, and I should have been honest with you, but okay. I wasn't too sure about it. We can delve into that a little bit later. All right. Uh, we are here, all thanks to My Money House, and you can get a financial health check. Visit mymoneyhouse.com.au. Now, we've probably got uh, one of the biggest names in the club coming on tonight. Oh, that's a the man big, in charge. Big call for someone who played at Sturt Adler, Footy Club. <laughs> McGarry medalist, uh, the coach of your Eagles, Jade Shetty, is on the show. Dr. Matesh from Incredible Smiles is coming in. We're going to have a quick chat with him as well, um, which will be great. Great supporters of the club. And you can join and be part of the show as well. one 736 736 You can call in or text on 0427 $50 voucher, as we always do for 722 Bar and Bistro. All right. Straight into it. The game on the weekend. Uh, the boys had a really good win. Come from behind wind over West Adelaide. West Adelaide been playing some pretty good footy, but... In the end, the Eagles 15-6-96, defeat of West 11-10-76. That's 20 points if you add it up together, a 20-point win. Good math. Um, thank you. Uh, a, a win that had had to happen. Absolutely. After losing the week before, yeah. had to come back and beat West Adelaide. We did. We really needed to respond. Uh, and again, credit to West Adelaide. I don't think their win-loss record accounts or attests to their performance on field. They were actually really impressive on the weekend and... Uh, we put a really good solid quarter together in the third and, and probably run away with the game in, in, in such. But, yeah, they were really solid and, and held it to us and probably got Riley Knight to thank for getting that win across the line. He was fantastic. But, yeah, it was an important win, uh, something we really needed to, I guess, keep in touch with that top three um, and, and we'll move on pretty quickly. Riley Knight, another three McGarry votes, not putting any pressure on the umpires at all. But uh, 35 disposals, six clearance, seven, seven tackles. He was the lead again. Yeah, he was fantastic. And he's getting attention from uh, opposition midfielders week in, week out. And to his credit, he works through it. And he's a really selfless player as well. He's one of my favorite teammates, probably aside from Joey Sinor that I love playing with. He's just so reliable and you know what you get from him. And um, we had a, a lot of other contributors as well. But yeah, Nida was really by far and away the best player on the ground. 
Goldie got some goals. He got three, Dan Menzel three, and uh, Jack Ferns a couple. Good that uh, Fernsy gets on the scoreboard. Doesn't do it that often, <laughs> Fernsy, but uh, he works very hard in that forward line. But Goldie, he would yeah. love kicking three goals. He's still talking about it. It's, I think you know, so. I saw him at the club just earlier when I was doing my weights, and he was you know puffing his chest out and pretty <laughs> happy with himself, old Matt. But he uh, yeah, he's playing a bit of a different role now. You know, we get Nutsy Orman back in, and Kai Pudney comes back in playing on that wing. Um, and we needed someone to go play forward with a couple of outs there. So Goldie really stepped up, and he's almost our whole plugger at the moment where he goes and fill, fills roles that we need. He's always been a very versatile player. You know, wing through the middle, uh, played in defence a lot as well. Um, you know, Even in defence, he liked running down and kicking a goal on the left. So, uh, yeah, hats off. He's, you know, is he veteran status yet, Goldie? Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, <laughs> without an absolute doubt. Him and Tomo, you, you get to 30-plus, nutsy in the same boat. I'm getting there, I think. I'm not sure if I'm classified as a veteran just yet. What do you think? Uh, I reckon you're on the on the on that fine line. Um, calf injury, oh, definitely yeah. a veteran yeah, with that's, a calf that's injury. A good point. That's a good point. All right, uh, reserves. So we'll we'll have a look at the reserves. Uh, they had a win as well, thirteen points over West Adelaide, 12-4-76, defeated West Adelaide nine nine sixty three. Uh, Connor McLeod continues Again. his good form, twenty eight disposals, the most disposal of anyone on the ground. Um, Six clearances, seven tackles. He must be just hovering around Sheeds going, any chance? Any chance? What more can I do? <laughs> I And we might ask uh, Sheeds that when he comes back yeah, on yeah. in the next segment. But, yeah, Connor's playing some fantastic footy and, and keeps knocking that door down. I, I'm actually so impressed with Connor from where he's improved from this time last year. Some of the footy he's playing and his attitude is so fantastic. So it's really good to see him playing. Great footy in the the level below. Yep, Jack Ware five goals, Brady Mayer uh, three goals. Guys we've mentioned a lot throughout the year. Um, their form continues, so uh, another good win to them. West Adelaide were above them on the ladder, so yep. it even the score with those two. So they're both seven and four now. Yeah, absolutely. And they've played West Adelaide four times this season, just the way the the draw has gone, and and Westies have knocked them off all three times prior to this round. So to get the win and really emphatically, I think. That scoreline probably suggests it was a little bit closer than what it actually was. So it was a really, really good win for our reserve side. All right. Before we get in talk about your calf, let's have a look at the injury update. Thanks to Good Life Health Clubs. Good Life Health Clubs start feeling good. Now, we'll talk about the other injuries first. Connor Ballenden um, might be back this Saturday. He's got Potentially. A yeah. Yep. yep. So his ankles come up. A little bit better than what we thought, and he'll be a test for this week. He'll he'll train on Wednesday. We've got a Sunday game, so it probably gives him an extra day of recovery post that Friday session, but he's a chance. Beautiful. Mitch Mead, again, the the hammy from him, uh, he'll have a test as well. Yeah, he's probably in the same boat as Dave McFarlane, who, who's next on our list here as a test with, with hammy. So I would suggest both of them will play in what capacity. I'm not too sure whether they come straight back into the league team or... Uh, in the reserves, we're not too sure, but I would suggest both of those boys will be pretty close. And Clay Cameron's still probably four or five weeks away. Yeah, his is a bit more of a longer-term injury. All right. Uh, now, yourself. Yes. You, you, you told <laughs> me just before we come on air, you did the injury uh, the week before yeah, against I, the Dogs. That's right. felt okay, but Monday night wasn't as good. It might be a sign of old age. You might be right there, Bonds. I, I, I pulled up uh, during the game with a little bit of a tight cuff, and I just put it down to a heavy deck and coming off a bye and it actually pulled up really well post that game and got to Monday throughout my flush run and at the club and I felt something probably a little bit more sinister than what I thought it was on, on the weekend. So I got a scan and um, yeah, it turned out it was a little nick in there, which will keep me out for a couple of weeks. So I'm unlikely for this weekend and hoping to get back for the port game. 
Well, the port game would be good for your 100th game. You're still on 99, yes, so you, I we don't want you to get stuck on 99. No. For your 100th game, obviously played a few games for Port Adelaide, and we're playing port yes. in a couple of weeks' time. So yeah. That would be a nice fit. We spoke about it before. Yeah. It would be a pretty cool fit um, playing at Woody against Port Adelaide, uh, against you know a club I played for 40-odd uh, games, I think it was, and, and played in the grand final. So it would be pretty special to play against them. And was Joey Sinor happy that you sort of stepped back out of the limelight and he took all the all the glory on Saturday? Well, that was the running joke around the footy club is, you know, Tump doesn't want to share his 100th game with Joey and I'm not sure I could compete with him anyway. So I'm glad he got the limelight and I'll take it when I'm whenever I'm back. All right. Uh, that was the injury update thanks to Good Life Health Clubs. Good Life Health Clubs, good for tightening the belt, good for life. Start your five-day free trial today. Visit goodlife.com.au. All right. Uh, this week is Indigenous Week in the uh, sample, so we're already starting starting to see some of the Indigenous jumpers. Um, we had an Indigenous polo that was uh, a couple was of years fantastic. ago that Davina uh, Bennell, um, who's on the board of the club and she's been on Eagles Radio before, uh, they're turning that into this this jumper. So uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Have you seen it yet? I haven't. No. If it's anything like what Conor McLeod and his old man. Um, Bungie put together last year to be fantastic. And, and I know Davina quite well and, and no doubt the the design will be fantastic and, and the way they implement it on our guarantee, it's fantastic. It's an awesome round. I love how they do it. Yeah. it's um, And to see all the different clubs with the different designs, it's so special to have NAIDOC week coming up, obviously. And, and it's important to recognise the heritage of Australian and, and our Indigenous Australians. Um, and a lot of people say to... I often get that we should wear that jumper all the time. Um, I don't think so. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I, I like to keep it special. Yeah, it, it creates that novelty of wearing it. And I probably spoke to you uh, just off air before. I'm really disappointed that I don't get to wear the Guernsey. We may wear it once or twice after this round, but it is a really special occasion. Um, and to acknowledge our um, Indigenous people uh, around Australia is really special. And I know the AFL do it super well. The Sample do it well. And I I think our club does it as good as any other club as well. So it's a really special thing to be a part of. Yeah, part of Sunday as well is the launch of the club's reconciliation plan. And we'll talk a little bit about that later on. But uh, the first club in the Sample to have a, a reconciliation plan in place. And even the Sample don't have one in place yet. They're still working on theirs. So, uh, again, we're so proud of the Eagles footy club for doing this and going down that track and for being the first. Yeah, the initiative that Powley, Luke Power, that is, and Christine Williams have shown, as well as Davina and, and David Kuzner, who who's our footy director, to implement this plan is fantastic. And I hope you know, our members are, are really um, encouraged and proud to be a Woodville West Torrens person due to the leadership of those people. And you can buy the Indigenous jumper as well if uh, they don't have any there on Sunday. When we take on Nord, I'm sure you can order yours. So uh, make sure you you uh, contact the club and, and put your hand in your pocket and buy an Indigenous jumper. Um, just quickly back to the West Adelaide game. Um, where did you watch the game from? Do you just sit in the stand with the boys or did you go in the coach's box on the weekend? No, I, I watch it with the boys. Um, I, I've been playing in the midfield, so I have a bit of a connection with, with Ben Kane, our, our midfield coach, prior to the game in terms of he'll want me to watch a couple of things and I'll report back to him quarter time, half time, or three quarter time throughout games that I'm not playing. Um, and it gives me something to, I guess, be accounted for as well. And, and I might see different things that, that he might miss. So it's, it's a really good opportunity for me to develop myself. But I watched it in the stands with the boys. And I mean, that first half was really frustrating. And 
I found it difficult to sit down and I was moving around and, and really wanted to be out there. So, uh, yeah, I watch it in the stands, which is not a great place, uh, particularly being a current player. Did you have the notes in your head or you had a little notebook and pen where you're writing things down? No, I keep in my head. I think my memory's not too bad, actually, Bond. So they're in my head and, and I'll uh, I'll run to Caney pretty quickly and then give that, uh, I guess, feedback straight to the players there and then as well. I think giving live feedback uh, as soon as possible is really important. Does that come from you or do you... Or does Ben Kane give that no, to the No, I'm players? pretty comfortable to, to give that that feedback myself. I'm, I've been around a little while. We've you know teetered on the on the conversation, me being a veteran or not. So I've seen a few things, and I've got a great relationship with a lot of our players. So I, I give that feedback where I think it's necessary. But more often than not, Kane will be the one that will give the main message. All right, fantastic. Look, we, we want to get the coach on the show as soon as we can. So let's take a bit of an early break, and we'll come back with your coach, Jay Cheedy. This is Eagles Radio. On SENSA, you're listening to Eagles Radio. For Normous Homes, build a better life. And My Money House, get a financial health check. Visit mymoneyhouse.com.au today. Welcome back to Eagles Radio. Paul Bonds and Jimmy Tumpus here. And it's all thanks to Incredible Smiles. Are you missing teeth or dentures? See Incredible Smiles today. Now, thanks to BCE and CJ Electrical, proud partners of the Woodville West Torrens Footy Club, we got the man himself, the great man, the head coach, Jade Sheedy. Sheeds, welcome to Eagles Radio. Hello, boys. How are we? Going well, going well. Now you've had COVID. You got hit by COVID. You missed the game. You missed the Centrals game. How are you feeling? I heard it hit you pretty hard. Yeah, yeah, it has. I uh, I used to knock people that got COVID before I got it, so <laughs> careful what you wish for. But, um, yeah, it hasn't been nice to me, that's for sure. I'm still I'm on the man getting better, but uh, it's taken a while. Mate, you've just texted me saying, let you do the talking, and Sheeds, how are you, first of all? You just texted me saying, you do the talking, so do you want me and Bonds just to be quiet and you can take over the show, or? Oh, that was in reply, did you want to let the audience know what you text me first, Dimitri, or are we just playing this one on fair squarely on my shoulders? We can move on, mate. How have you seen the season? How have you seen, seen the season so far, mate? We've sort of just ticked over the halfway point, um, seven and four after 11 games. How do you assess uh, the team and, I guess, the competition itself? Uh, firstly, the team, mate. I think, yeah, the team's doing really well. I think 7-4, and four, you, after 11 games, you definitely take that. I think, yeah, you know, we're yet to play our best footy. I thought we played probably four pretty good quarters against Sturt was um, probably the standout game when we had everyone available. And I guess everyone has injuries, and um, we've been pretty lucky with that probably the last couple of years. But... This year, I feel like we've probably been hit the most with that, which has given some good kids an opportunity and, and they've taken it with both hands. We've seen young Matt Slitster, um, young Zach Buck, Mitch Mead, you know, Mitch Hardy's playing some really good footy this year. So, you know, hopefully that can continue to develop our footy club moving forward. Um, yeah, and the competition's really even, mate. I think who's on top, North Adelaide and, and Glenelg and the Crows are in the top three. And, um, you know, it was only a few weeks ago, West Adelaide took Glenelg to... A kick, and on the weekend, West is really strong against us, and Central's beat us last week. And so, yeah, you've got to be on your game, that's for sure, this year. How frustrating have the injuries been, Sheets? Oh, it's, it's, it's more so Bond's just been who they've been to, I guess. You know, you recruit Connor Ballon to play forward, and then Jared Redden doesn't get going for the first half of the year. So then Connor, you know, Connor goes into the ruck, and then we lose Jack Hayes in March. So, you know, all of a sudden, you know, I guess what you think a forward line's going to look like doesn't look like it at all but that's that's footy and they're the challenges as a coach and as a footy club and 
Uh, like I said, it's given um, you know young Will Pearce has played a couple of games and looked really lively and looks at the level as well. So, yeah, it's, it's frustrating, but it's every club has to deal with it. It's not an excuse. We're just going to move on and, um, yeah, try and get better. You've spoken about Maxi Lister and, and Bucky, and you just mentioned Will Pearce as well, and you've done this over the last two or three years you've been at the footy club sheets in, in giving younger players who you think you know can can work to the level or play at the level. Is that a philosophy you came in with prior to coming to the footy club in Athelstan or is that something you've just seen in these particular players? Well, it was definitely a philosophy at Athelstan. Um, I guess when I took the job way back when, you know, it was eight years ago now, um, that footy club was struggling financially and um, you know I guess... I got them at a pretty good so, uh, sorry a pretty good time where they still had a lot of good players that were 26, 27 and sort of had a core group there, much like I did at the Eagles for, for five years at the Raggies. But, yeah, there was probably a gap. And for them, probably 23, 24, 22-year-olds. And, you know, I guess when I got the job, everyone thought I was bringing everyone from the SNFL with me. But it was come in, have a look at the list. And, yeah, and we played a lot of kids that had... Um, given their all to pre-season, you know how strong I am on the conditioning side of things, and we got really fit, and um, yeah, we were a defend first team, like I guess we are at the Eagles, and implemented what we wanted to look like with team defence, and um, yeah, and we slowly climbed up the ladder and got ourselves up the divisions as well, which was yeah, basically like we've done at the Eagles, mate, just built off hard work and and culture and a real unsociable way to play the game. You mentioned Connor Balland, and I just want to talk to you roughly about his mindset at the moment. He's obviously injured early, then having to do the ruck duties, and then he was touted of, as going in the mid-season draft. That didn't happen, so that would have been some disappointed, disappointment for him, and then injured again. Um, how closely are you, you sort of keeping an eye on Connor? Yeah, it's the job of a coach, isn't it? I think the job of a coach is you've got 55 players. They've all got different personalities. They all come from different walks of life and um, and that's your job as a coach to pick trends and, and habits and behaviours in, in different individuals and, and try and work with them and, and get the best out of them. So for me, Connor's been nothing but really first class since he's been to the footy club. I mean, he's he's come over with a great attitude. He's really bought into everything we are as a culture. And, and um, yeah, and I guess on his, on his injuries, you know, he's been highly frustrated. You know, he apologised to me last week and I said mate it is what it is I think you know he's obviously come to the footy club and sometimes it's the outside perception I guess with him coming as a you know as a strong recruit 200 centimetres comes off an AFL this the expectation of others but for us as, as Jimmy would tell you at our footy club it's about playing a role and doing that well and if we can collectively all do that really well then you know we get the end result and he's a big part of that puzzle but he just needs to get himself right so and I guess with the draft similar thing I think Connor never really put any expectation on himself. Unfortunately, when you get yourself in that position where you're potential to get drafted, it's, it's probably everyone around you telling you you're going to get drafted. And then when you don't, everyone says, oh, bad luck, mate. So it's, it's probably everyone else consistently reminding him um, rather than, you know, Connor actually thinking he's going somewhere. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, Connor is that sort of hard luck story. We, we all hope he would have got drafted, but we were fortunate enough to see one of our Boys get picked up in the mid-season draft. And I'm not too sure, like, obviously, we know Zane's story going to Geelong. Can you run us through Zane's last 18 months? Because it is a pretty amazing story. Yeah, it is. He's a, he's a Woodville South kid. Um, come up through our juniors. Yeah, I was captain of our footy club through the under-18s. 
really good work ethic, um, really strong kid uh, in terms of his application and what he, how he applies himself to the game. Um, I guess at our footy club, we've always had some really strong, smaller type forwards, and that's where we see Zane playing. And um, in 2020, it was James Rowe, and then 2021, it was Tyson Stengel, and we all know how well he's going at the moment. So for Zane, he played 10 games last year, um, played a little bit of a different role than probably what we seen him playing to be in our best side but we knew the talent of the kid and how hard he worked and the tricks that he had but I guess this year with Tyson going opened up a real opportunity for him and he's one player that went away over the off season he put on six kilos um, you know to be able to tackle and and get stronger in the contest and um, and the rest is history really he he got his opportunity to play as that small forward that that James and Tyson had, had done so um bit of a running joke at the footy club. If you play small forward, you're going to get drafted. So Matthew, Matthew Goldsworthy's there at the moment. So it sort of takes some, uh, some courage for a footy club to, to pluck him, I reckon. <laughs> I just want to take a step back to uh, the week you missed with COVID. Were you in contact and watching the game from home? Were you, were you uh, on Zoom with the coach's box? Or did you just let the assistant coaches take take the reins and you just sat back and watched? Can I just butt in before you answer this question, Shees? We did, uh, yeah. we do weekly, sorry, what is it, monthly catch-ups with our coaches. And um, yeah. I had a, a Zoom call with Shees on a Wednesday afternoon prior to training whilst he was at home. Um, I was hoping to do it in person, but obviously Sheeds was in isolation. And, and the, the the screen pops up with Sheeds mid-isolation. And by God, he looked horrible. And I made the comment to Sheeds saying, mate, you look no good. So um, that's just a, a bit of a comment on, on your state at that point in time, mate. Yeah, thanks for that, Jim. Um, yeah, no, I wasn't great. Um, no, nah, for, for us, like Troy Hall's been with me since day one and really rate... Um, what Hall has done since he's got to the footy club. He's been a big part of our two premierships and his knowledge and, and the way he treats people um, is really good. And, yeah, he, he was a man to take the role. And, nah, for me, I'm not a big believer in... I, mean, I probably wasn't up to it anyway with the state I was in. I was still pretty crook. But I um, I just sat back and gave him the reins. And we, we dealt daily on the phone. And he knows how I think. I know how he thinks. We see the game pretty similar. And, I think if you're going to let someone have a go at it and put them in charge and then, you know, think you can do the job from home on Zoom when you're not actually there and get a feel for the game, I think you're kidding yourself personally. So really it was about, you know, me trusting him and, um, and yeah, giving him the reins and, and away we go. So that's Did how it looked. Was there any banter from you when you walked back into the club and uh, <laughs> he'd gone down to Central's? Any, any banter from the coach back to his assistants? No, there hasn't been actually. I don't think he's felt too good about it, so uh, I didn't want to kick him oh, while he was well down. So uh, no, but no. Look, at, at the end of the day, it was probably on all of us really. It's, it was about our planning. You know, we gave the boys a week off. Um, we probably come back a bit scratchy, and yeah, we, we probably didn't prepare. You know, and there were some things. We had a few few boys that were sick that week, and actually the Mendels missed most of the week with COVID and put their hand up to play and, you know, we trusted that. They're two class acts. So, yeah, not excuses once again, but it probably wasn't great preparation from our footy club and that, that showed uh, game day, really. Mate, you speak a little bit about, um, you know, winning one premiership's hard and winning another one is hard hard enough and then going again and trying to back it up is just as difficult. How have we, well, you evolved our game plan over the last couple of years from 2020 to now and, 
And this year, and in, in in answering this question, mindful of losing a significant portion of of players. Um, I don't know, Jim. It's probably a question you could answer being a player, but I think I think it's about continually trying to find different ways to motivate the group, and like you said, trying to add different things to your game. And we tried something around our stoppage on the weekend that that backfired pretty rapidly, and then at half time we went back to what we know. So um, I think. All coaches are a bit weird. I've probably ended up being a bit weirder than I would have liked. But, um, yeah, I think you just get things off, off everything. You know, the, I guess the Rocky movie last year and, and some themes that you try and bring in. And, um, yeah, I guess the wins in winter and you're just consistently thinking and, and listening to people and reading books, watching movies. It's amazing what you can get out of anything to, to keep trying to be creative. And I think that's the number one thing. I think if you want to be a coach long-term, um, you can't just keep doing the same thing. You can keep your core principle the same as, you know, call it 80-20 and 80% this is how we want to look as a footy club. But you've got to keep being creative and and um, and adapting to to the group. And, you know, because I might coach, if I'm here for six, eight, ten years, poor old Woodville player, might I might be the only coach he has, which really isn't fair. And so I need to keep yeah, adapting and, and getting better as well, like we ask our players to. So just on that, do you keep a close eye on the other teams? Like during the week, do you watch most games or do you just concentrate on the team you're coming up against? Um, I'm not a real footy head. Like I, I really enjoy footy. I love my role at the Eagles. I'm blessed with that. Um, love all the boys, you know, forge some great relationships and, Love the cut and thrust of game day and, and preparing about how to beat the opposition. I wouldn't say I watch every game. I like spending time in, in my company and, and watching movies. That's my downtime and spending time with my kids and their sports. So, yeah, I try and have a really balanced life, which I think I try and prepare the best I can. That's my job. Um, I don't really look too far ahead, concentrate on what's in front of us that week. But, yeah, for me, I think it's about making sure I've got a really balanced life as well, which... In effect, I think hopefully it doesn't burn me out and I can coach for a long time, which I love doing. Sheeds, we've got to take a break. We'd love you to stay with us. Uh, and We've got plenty more questions for you and I'm sure all the Eagles fans want to hear a bit more from you as well. When uh, We're talking to Jade Sheedy, the coach of the club, all thanks to BCE and CJ Electrical for all your electrical needs. Great supporters of the Woodville West Horizons Footy Club for more than 10 years. And we are here for Incredible Smiles. Get a more permanent fix to missing teeth and dentures. Uh, just check incrediblesmiles.com.au. More with Jay Cheedy after the break. This is Eagles Radio. On SENSA, you're listening to Eagles Radio. For enormous homes, build a better life. And My Money House. Get a financial health check. Visit mymoneyhouse.com.au today. Eagles Radio, uh, we are into the third quarter of the show. Paul Bonds with Jimmy Tumpus, and we're all here thanks to Normus Homes, building a better life. And Jade Sheedy is with us, uh, the great, the super coach, back-to-back premiership coach, um, going for three in a row. Sheeds, uh, we have a text in uh, from Steve. He wants to know, uh, he said to let us know, apparently you uh, bowl a pretty good leg spinner. <laughs> Uh, is that Steve Busbridge, is it? The it might man? be. It might be. Yeah, I cannot so confirm I was, or deny. <laughs> well, funny story. we good family friends and um, Steve's wife and my wife play a lot of basketball together and got to know him over the years. And yeah, he come down to Beachport where we holiday quite often and I might have turned a few past him playing some uh, caravan cricket at one point. <laughs> yeah, you can't bat. 
<laughs> no, no, he's definitely a he's a he's a pace left hander, isn't he? That's for sure. Now, Sheeds, on a more serious note, mate, I think we've played every team now at least once. Uh, of the teams that we have played, and who has impressed you the most? Who has surprised you as well? Who put me on the spot there? Um, oh, I think the Crows, the Crows, the first time we played them, I probably haven't seen. We were pretty, I think we were pretty stiff that night. Um, uh, Riley O'Brien, Matt Crouch, I think they had. 16, 17 listed players and, and really good players. You know, a couple of AFL best and fairest winners playing that night. And I thought that night we played at a really high level um, and probably haven't seen in my time an SANFL team like them cover the ground so sharply and, and just move so well. I guess that's the difference when you've got full-time athletes, especially so many of them in the one team. Um, so that was a real eye-opener for me. And it, I thought we, like I said, competed really well. And it was... I mean, you never concede defeat ever, um, but it was probably one night where I walked away and just said that the opposition was, was too good that night. You know, we, we gave our all and they just had a bit too much run in the end. Um, yeah, I, I think I think all the teams have surprised me. I think, as you see, the, as we talked about before, I think it's a really even competition, you know, on the weekend. West Adelaide, um, who were, you know, down the bottom, I guess, were given us a really hard time. They won three quarters of footy. You know, it took some brilliance from us in the third quarter to, to get over the line. So, yeah, it's really even. Sturt, Sturt have been a good surprise packet as well. I thought they had some good momentum last year and um, obviously come into this year with that and really good defensively and really well coached and probably had a few hiccups the last, last few weeks, but I think they'll be right around the mark as well. Just a, a personal question here in regards to your coaching style. Recently, Jacob Surgeon's been coaching for the Boundary Line. Jade Rawlings, we've seen do it in the last few weeks. Any thoughts of you moving out of the uh, luxurious box in the Percy Fox stand down to the Boundary at Mountain Care? Have you seen them new boxes? Yeah, they're pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think we've won too much since we've had them. I think we've been a bit spoiled, but... No, I've, I've definitely coached this year. I've, I've picked my times. I think you talked about before, um, you know, about about coaching and, and different personalities in the group and, and what makes people tick. I think that's your job as a coach as well. I felt like, you know, I was away last week. Um, you know, we're coming into a to a danger game. They're all danger games. But, but last week against West Adelaide, I felt I really need to be down on the bench and try and drive some energy. Um, so I coached from the bench on the weekend. I have coached from the bench a few times in the past, not not many. I think you just you just pick your times when the group might need it, and and you get down there. But overall, I, I do think you coach better and you can see the game better. I, I I like to watch in front and behind the ball a lot. When when I coach, I don't tend to watch the footy too much, as probably most coaches don't. You just kind of throw in the structure and how you set up, and so you can definitely get a better view um, from up top. But yeah, it's just picking your moments. I think. You speak about your coaching development, and one of the things I do admire about your sheets is you're not complacent in terms of you developing as a coach. And, and you've brought in Chesty to our footy club, who we've seen in the senior program a lot. Um, and I want to ask you about him and then some other people that you do surround yourself with from a coaching perspective. Yeah, no, Chesty's been excellent. As, as you would know, Tom P's been at our footy club for way before I got there and knows a lot knows a lot about the footy club, knows a lot about the kids that are in our program. I mean, he's, he's probably coached all of them, all the juniors, that is, that, that are um, transitioning into our senior program, knows their strengths and weaknesses, what makes them tick. So 
yeah, I'd, I'd talk to Chesty every second day. He's also um, had a development at our footy club, so he he's been really good with. Uh, I know he's doing some work with Matty Knight at the moment, um, and we're going to coach us catch up next Monday, and he's really been strong. And head of development obviously means that, you know, I guess everyone thinks it means about players, but we're really concentrating on our coaches as well. I think how do we make our coaches better, which then flows down into hopefully making our players better. So he's been really strong on that. And he's also doing some um, oppo work for me. He's, he loves his stats, Chesty, and um, and he's, he's he's turned me into a bit of a, a bit of a stats nutter, to be honest. So it's never something I've really concentrated on too much. We put some key stats up every week about opposition, but he's he's um, helped me develop and see the game from a different manner in that aspect as well. Speaking of development, Sheeds, uh, there's a guy running around in the reserves at the moment that is uh, basically getting a lot of the footy and playing some really good footy, Connor McLeod. How far away is he from a league game? Oh, it's a bad opportunity, I think, for Connor. I mean, if you, if you look at the story, I, I think these days... Um, and you know Connor, Connor does deserve his opportunity, but I think you know one for one to go in, one has to come out. And I think our early days, we've seen Connor um, playing as a as a back. We've, we've previously moved him into midfield to try and find other avenues for him because you know we do think he's good enough to play league footy and trying to find a spot for him because yeah we've felt that our that our back line this year's um, been our core strength um, of our footy club, and you know I guess was. You know, I think most of the year we've been number one in defence. We're not quite there at the moment, but we're only a couple of points off it, so it's been a real strength, and I think Jimmy would testify to that. But our backs have held strong in many games this year when the pressure's been on. So, yeah, like all the juniors of our footy club, they've just got to keep putting their hand up. I mean, Jack Hayes, they probably hate me saying it, but Jack Hayes and Joey Sine all played three seasons of reserves footy before they, they got to go, and now one's a really top-end SNFL player, one of the best going around, and two-time best and fairest winner, and, the other one's playing at St Kilda Footy Club, so sometimes they hang in there long enough and keep knocking the door down, opportunities will come. You touched on Joey then, and I really want you to delve deeper into your relationship with Joey and his with the footy club. We spoke with him last week, and I probably didn't do him justice in, in talking about what he actually means to the footy club, and you spoke so beautifully about him during the week to us as players. What does he mean to you, and what does he mean to the footy club, Shades? Yeah, I think there's some players that, I guess as a coach, what you want to do is try and have an impact on people's lives and, and help them, you know, develop not only on the footy field, but develop a, a good character. And, and we've all been young and, and we've all done stupid things and we've all learnt from our mistakes, you know, myself included. So I think that what you try and do is you try and pass on best you can. You still want them to be kids and, and find their own way. And, and what you try and do is you... I guess, um, given the knowledge you've got around, you know, how to be a good person. And and I think Joey typifies all of that. Like I think, like I said before, that, you know, I want to have an impact on people's lives. I think Joey's had an impact on, on my life. And I think he's he's one from day one that's, I guess, um, not only not only lived our values and our culture, but drove it at 100 mile an hour. And, you know, without people like him and, and yourself and, a lot of our senior players, we, we wouldn't have done what we've done the last two years. It's, I, I guess the the easy thing for a coach is to put something in place, and then the hard thing is for the players to actually drive it and really believe in it. And you know, my first year we were doing some pretty serious pre-seasons when a when a lesser group could have just thrown the towel in, and you know he really led that and and trained hard and brought people along with him. And um, yeah, he's just a 
as you know, he's just a great character. Sheed, so just a couple of things before we go and before we let you go, I should say. Um, the stand rule coming into the competition this year, how have you seen that? Yeah, I haven't minded it. I don't think, I don't think it's really changed too much. You know, I guess it was around teams trying to find a short 45 and open up the corridor a little bit more um, when they first brought it in. I think like any rule, you adapt to it early days. We probably didn't do too much work on it over pre-season. I'm, I'm a big believer in probably actually playing it and then talking to the players about it once we've lived it a couple of times. So we've done a little bit of work on it, but yeah, I don't think it's really affected the game. I, I could delve into the scoring a little bit, but I don't think it's really changed the scoring too much. Um, so I don't think it's had a huge impact. Uh, last question from me, Shee. It's a big game yep. against Norwood this Sunday. Um, how do we get the win, first of all, against them? Obviously, in the context of the season, we're one game ahead of them. Um, how do we get the win this Sunday? Like most games, Tump, I think she's, she's one in the middle of the ground. We caught up with Chessie today, and you know, they're a very good contested side. I think they're number one for contested possession in the competition. They've got a really strong midfield, led by a really strong ruckman. I think they coach really well. They play great brand of footy, not that dissimilar to us. It's built around the contest and a finals-type brand. So, yeah, should be should be won and lost like most games, but more so this week around the contest. And I think it's two pretty good sides going at each other and two pretty good midfielders. And I feel like whoever can yeah, get the ball locked in their forward half the most ends up probably winning more games than footy. Mate, we really appreciate your time once again on Eagles Radio. Uh, just one last final question before you go. Your favourite movie at all, of all time? Favourite movie of all time? Oh. Well, you spoke about movies, so let's... Uh... Yeah, i got lots. Oh, look, I've, I, I'm i a Rocky man. Took would, <laughs> took, uh, took would testify to that. Um, yeah, growing up, I was going to sound pretty sad, but growing up, I was Rocky Karate Kid, and you think it was a bit of violence. Fantastic. <laughs> Jay Cheedy, coach of the Eagles, thanks for joining us on Eagles Radio, and best of luck on Sunday. Uh, give those legs a touch-up, hey? Beautiful. Thanks for having me, boys. Jay Cheedy there, our coach, and all thanks to BCE and CJ Electrical for all your electrical needs. Great supporters of the Woodville West Torrens Club for more than 10 years. All right, three-quarter time, we're going to take a break. More to come on Eagles Radio after this. On SENSA, you're listening to Eagles Radio. For enormous homes, build a better life. And My Money House, get a financial health check. Visit mymoneyhouse.com.au today. Eagles Radio, we are into the last quarter and all thanks to Kirkbright Seafood for, from the ocean to them to you. Now, we've got some very special guests. Tom. Very special. Very special. Almost the most special guest we've ever had in the studio. A lot more special than our previous guest. We've got Anisha and Matesh from Incredible Smiles. Welcome to Eagles Radio. Hi, Paul. Thank you for having us here. Hi, thank you for having us here. <laughs> Fantastic. Now, let's. you've been supporters of the Eagles for a little while now. Um, why Why get involved with the Eagles Footy Club? Uh, being in the West uh, and so close to the Eagles, to the mighty Eagles, I should add. Yes, uh, very important. There was, there was <laughs> not a, there's a, it was a no-brainer to be associated with a local club. And uh, what better to know a local club than to be associated with them as sponsors? Yeah, brilliant. Now, I want to get into the, the things that are really important to me, which is mouth guards. Now, a lot of our players wear them. A lot of them don't, Absolutely. as we know. <laughs> Can you run me through the importance of mouth guards and then what would happen if we don't wear them? Right. Um, 
I'm always encouraging all the boys and players to wear mouth guards. Um, it's something which will protect your teeth and not only teeth, protect your gum and the bone around your teeth. Um, often if you do have an injury, it's going to help protect your um, bone injuries, head injuries as well, because it'll provide like a cushioning effect. So it's not going to worsen the injury and uh, you'll come back with something really small or none at all, or you could end up with quite quite expensive treatment, should I say, unfortunately. <laughs> All right, and you've got you've, obviously your, your practice is on Port Road and, and beautiful practice. Uh, where else can uh, we see incredible smiles? We've got a practice at Manapara West, and that's been going really well since five years. And we've got a couple of new locations opening up this year. Fantastic. So one's opening up in Anglevale uh, by mid of August or end of August at the latest. And then we've got another location. We should be ready to disclose that very soon by the end of this year. We tried to get so an exclusive there. Very, very, very excited, yes. Oh, we like to keep our uh, listeners engaged. So hopefully we should have that soon. You've got to we'll, stay tuned for that. We'll definitely inform our listeners when, when that news comes on. I want to I circle back to mouthguards just for two seconds. What have you seen from people that haven't worn mouthguards? Because um, I've always worn one my whole life. And Good man. I think you came to speak to the playing group and you yes. ran through some pretty horrific injuries that, yes. that we've seen. Can you run us through a couple of them now? Uh, yes, so um, I think there was there was a YouTube video um, in 2014. Um, I'm not the best with names. Uh, there was a tooth, two teeth flying on the field, like mm. literally flying. Um, some of the injuries can be quite gross. I'm not sure if my listeners want to listen <laughs> about it. Uh, there can be heavy bleeding. The tooth can break in half. It can be pushed inside the jawbone, and then it needs more treatment to actually really help resolve well, it. Let's just say from the player's point of view, moving around without a single tooth in the front is not the prettiest of sights. So wear a mouth guard, Bonds. <laughs> wear a mouth guard. Absolutely. Very important. Now you also do cosmetic uh, cosmetic repair to teeth as well and yes. implants. Um, tell us a little bit about that. Well, uh, in today's day and age, uh, uh, treating or replacing a tooth, a missing tooth with an implant retained uh, crown is one of the most preferred and uh, predictable options. So that is the way we always like to be at the top of our technology and abreast of the latest innovations in the dentistry. So treating a tooth with implants, whether it's a single tooth, multiple teeth, or the full arch. So people with teeth, without missing a single teeth or missing all teeth, they all can be treated with implants. And uh, to know more about it, well, we just need to have a chat about it. Okay, it. so... Get onto the website, incrediblesmiles.com.au. Um, also, check them out at Port Adelaide, Manapara West, and Anglevale very soon. And, That's right. And uh, yeah, another location coming. Undisclosed. Yeah. Mm. Hey, thanks for coming in, guys. Really appreciate it. You made the effort. You're all decked out in your Eagles gear as well. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Jimmy. No Thank worries. you for having us. Thank you, Paul and Jimmy. Pleasure. Fantastic right. being here. Thank you. Um, big Screen Video have just come on as a sponsor of the club, Jimmy. And this is exciting stuff. We've only got about a minute to go, so we've got to get through this reasonably quickly. A brand new partner of the Eagles Footy Club, and they're going to be a new partner of Eagles Radio for the second half of the year. So that's, a, once again, Big Screen Video. And they'll be sponsoring the club news segment, which is right now. This week, it's Reconciliation Plan launch on Sunday, on 3rd of July, 12 to 2, the lunch is before the game at $65 a ticket. Call the club and get your tickets on 8347-2444. We play Norwood this Sunday. Be there, support the guys. And then on the 9th of July, there's another luncheon featuring the man with the mullet, Lockie Jones. Huge addition. Just the recent uh, AFL Rising Star as well, which will be great to see Lockie back at the footy club. 
And don't forget, the Eagles cash lottery is on again. You can buy your tickets online and you go into the running um, for the halftime kick. Kick for cash, thanks to My Money House. So make sure you do that as well. And that's the club news. All thanks to Big Screen Video, supporting clubs to life. And uh, great to have a new sponsor on board at the Eagles, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, we have some amazing sponsors, partners at the footy club, so we're pretty lucky. See you next week. Eagles Radio.